Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Wednesday the 17th of November and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts ideas or insights in this briefing and if you need to you can pause the slideshow here or you can head on over to our website marcustoday.com.au and you can read the disclaimer there if you're listening on a podcast and if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community we'd love to have you on board so you can sign up for a free 14-day trial there and see how we stack up. All right, well, we had uh, SPY futures rising 19 points overnight, 0.26 of a percent. Not exactly stunning, but at least it's better than nothing. 74.28 for SPY futures. Dow Jones, NASDAQ and S&P all pushing higher. We had the Dow up 55 points or 0.15%, 36.142. NASDAQ up 0.76%, a good night for NASDAQ, 120 points. 15,974. It will only be a matter of time before it hits that 16,000 level. S&P 500, as usual, in the middle for diddle, up 0.39% or 18 points to 47.01, breaking through the 4,700 level. So good for the US markets there. Uh, Once again, teetering around record highs and back of uh, better consumer spending numbers. And also the uh, the Biden Xi talk went slightly better than I suspect some had thought, and uh, we also have a positive backdrop from uh, bond yields at the moment. The VIX index falling just under one percent, point nine of a percent, to sixteen dollars or sixteen point three four. Over in commodities, though, a bit of a mixed session in the commodity market. Brent crude up point four six percent. 38 cents to 82.43. WTI fell 12 cents to $80.76.15 down. Gold, a little bit of a slippery customer, down $12.50 or 0.67%, just coming off those recent highs. The US dollar strengthening as money being sucked into the US economy as it is showing signs of uh, reigniting and pushing forward again. So gold, bit of a casualty last night. Iron ore doing slightly better up $1.25 or 1.4% to $90.40. In other commodities, the strength of the US dollar taking its toll. Copper down a 0.9%, nickel down 08 Aluminium really uh, struggling down 2.6%. Zinc up 0.5, lead down 1.1, and tin up 1.1. In the US, BHP was down 1.9%, Rio down 1.7%, but really following our BHP and Rio prices that we saw yesterday in our market. As far as other US uh, overseas and international stocks go, Freeport McMoran down 3.1, Alcoa had a nasty night, down 4.8%, Tech up 0.6, Anglo-American down 0.3, Glencore up 0.4, and Vale down 1.8% there. Aussie dollar back under 73 cents, 72.98. Here you can see the S&P 500. It was up, up, and away from the open. Did peel off a little bit towards the end, but certainly a generally pretty positive tone from the U.S., uh, that Biden G talk, of course, the infrastructure spending package going through as well, better consumer spending and a uh, moderation in the bond market as well. And Biden asked about when he would make a decision on who would be the next Federal Reserve chief, whether it would be uh, 
uh, Jerome Powell or Leonard Brainard. Uh, it looks as if it's four or five days away, that decision, when he was asked by a journalist. Major stories overseas. Stocks climb after solid economic data. We had a bond market falling slightly. Metal slump. Dollar gains as traders weigh Biden G summit. And they seek cooperation on a longer than expected summit, calling uh, Biden called Xi an old friend. And he expects the Fed chair nominee in about four days. Pfizer asked the FDA to clear COVID pill for high-risk patients. And Biden signs that infrastructure bill into law. And now the House Democrats look to pass the Build Back Better legislation this week. And former Fed officials caution bank could be on a path for a policy mistake. And the Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey hints main hurdle for rate hike has now been cleared. Meanwhile, the Bank of America survey shows investors rotated out of inflation assets towards discretionary and tech as the risk on mood prevails. IAE says oil prices may decline as US leads rebounding global supplies and Chinese developers obtain approval to sell $1.3 billion worth of local bonds. And investment banks across the board are cutting Chinese GDP estimates to 1990 levels. That real estate squeeze dampening the outlook there. What's on today? Leading index for October. We've also got third quarter wage price index and Japanese machinery orders for September. We also get Eurozone October CPI for finals this afternoon, well, this evening, anyway. U.S. retail sales rose in October for a third month and Biden G talks go well and production at U.S. factories rose in October by more than forecast. U.S. tech stocks had a bit of a rebound last night. We had Tesla up 2.5, Microsoft up 1.1, Apple up 0.7, Walmart, though, suffering a little bit, down 2.3%, and it's hip to be square, up 2.3%. Rio and BHP following losses yesterday in our market. BHP down 1.9, and Rio down 1.5%. 10-year yields across the board in the U.S., 1.63, Australia 1.82, Still a big divergence there between the two. Germany still negative 0.25%. And in China yesterday, coking coal futures dived more than 9%, extending losses for a third straight session. And we have had the CBA September quarter trading update this morning. So some good news from Commonwealth Bank. The unaudited cash NPAT of $2.2 billion in the quarter with pre-provision profits stable. Uh, the SETI ratio 12.5%, although there is a slight negative system volume growth helping to offset continued margin pressures and lower in non-interest income. So a little bit of uh, negative uh, news coming out of CBA this morning. BCI materials, BCI being the stock code, could be in a cash call for around $400 million. This is a Kerry Stokes-backed uh, company. Its only market cap is around $270 million, so $400 million would be a big, big company-making transformational deal if it comes off. Australia's pre-Christmas retail sales are being forecast to reach $58.8 billion this year, which is up 11.3% on pre-pandemic conditions in 2019. Winners that, according to some brokers and fund managers, would include Levisa, which got an upgrade yesterday from Macquarie, City Chic, of course, you've got the REITs with the Centre Group and Vicinity as well, VCX, and Universal Stores, 
uh, one that could also be a winner. You and I, as young people, buy uh, new fashionable clothes to go out and enjoy the Christmas season. In other news today, Allsearch CEO and the previous CFO have been accused by the incoming CFO of bullying and harassment. And AMP is set to take another $45 million hit with an enforceable undertaking. Hopefully that could be the last for AMP. And Macquarie is entering the fray to, buy, to build to rent market with a $500 million deal with a property developer to build houses and units with a view to renting them out. And in that vein, real estate investment funder Qualitas is heading for an IPO with a $300 million book build around the $2.50 mark, which kicked off last night. And ASIC and the Feds have raided stockbroker Everblue as part of an investigation into Creso Pharma, CPH there. And talking of uh, issues, Magnus Tech, the investigation into Chairman Frank Pollis, could expand, could expand probe to include the company, according to the Australian Today. Question of the day today. This comes on the back of, I guess, BHP's done it, and Royal Dutch Shell is also doing it. They're abandoning the Royal Dutch bit and just going to be called Shell and moving their headquarters from Holland to the UK. So it's putting a bit of pressure on Rio. Rio, of course, has got a dual-listed structure as well, and there is pressure on Rio to abandon its dual-listed structure. I suspect it will look at what happened to the BHP share price when it abandoned its structure. Uh, Rio in London and Rio here are not fungible but uh, if they were to become one, there would be some serious movements in the share price. So maybe they'll be keeping an eye on what happened with BHP as a lesson in how to uh, avoid that stock price fall. But interesting, so should Rio abandon its dual-listed structure and get with the times? That's it from me today. You can head on over to the Marcus Today Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights there. If you're listening to this on a podcast, we've now split the podcast into four. You can sign up for one, two, three, or four of the podcasts. There's the Marcus Strategy podcast. There's the On the Desk podcast. There's the On the Couch podcast, where I talk to fund managers and CEOs. And of course, there's the Breakfast Briefing and End of Day podcast. So you can sign up to one or all of those and if you're listening on a podcast and you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community we'd love to have you on board you can sign up to marcustoday.com.au and you can get a free 14 day trial that's it from me today thanks very much for listening and have a great session (laughs) 